Scottish football's league leader. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Second half's about to get underway in most of this afternoon's games. Hearts have made a change at the break. They're 1-0 up, but GMS, Gary Mackay-Stevens, come on for Ben Woodburn. It's not half-time yet at Tanadice. That was a delayed kick-off for Dundee United against Motherwell. Any sign of any changes at the break for Celtic or St Johnston, Andrew McLean? We are back underway here. No changes for either side. Goal flashes with Aspire Industrial Services. Extensive range on display in their new showroom in Hillington. Okay, well, second half's mostly getting underway. Like I said, we've not even had the halftime report from Fraser Wishart at Tannadice, but we'll do that soon. Dundee United leading by a Ryan Edwards goal to nil. That's the old cliche, Mark. 1-0 is a precarious scoreline, but I'm pretty sure Ange Postacoglu will be Happy with what you saw in that first half? I think so. I mean, Celtic didn't really come under any pressure. As the half wore on, they moved the ball quicker. They had plenty of possession. Okay, they didn't create that many chances. They had the Callum McGregor effort. But the most important thing was the score. They'll be looking for the same. Mm. He'll be looking for an early goal this second half to make it much more comfortable. Uh, no restart yet at Pitodri, actually. Roger Hanna for Aberdeen against Hibs. Does that late... Disruption to the Aberdeen defence Give Hibs a, a, a bit of hope Into the second half Well they'll need something To give them a bit of hope Hugh was asking If they've been as poor As they were last Saturday Against Indian United The answer is Yes they've been Every bit as poor No threat posed at all By Kevin Nisbet Only flashing threats From Martin Boyle One shot After the Aberdeen goal One shot deflected Wide of the post They have been very poor Aberdeen have been good, it's a different system, it's three at the back with Scott Brown now slotting in to the centre of that three, they've lost Calvin Ramsey, they've lost Declan Gallagher, they've lost young Jack McKenzie in training on Thursday and of course Andy Considine is still rehabbing after the injury he suffered in Europe early in the season so a lot of defensive disarray for Stephen Glasby will be taking great encouragement from the first half display here. How much encouragement Gordon DL are you taking from that North Sea breeze that's getting to Roger Hanna? Oh that big ball face here Roger. Red Raw. Uh, we've all been there. We've been sitting at the back of that stand, absolutely freezing. It sounds brilliant. Roger, I'll give you the right of reply. <laughs> Actually, that was the first big gust of the day. Other, other than listening to Daz in the first half, uh, it's not. It's not nearly as bad as it sounded there for thirty seconds. I can promise him. Right. Okay. Well, you've ruined these afternoon with that. We look forward to the second half. There, that's a huge game. Can Aberdeen hang on and get the three points they so desperately crave? And I know that Dave Cormack was quick to point out that if they do win, all of a sudden they're not that far away from Hibs. And for all everyone said, Hibs had been a great start to the season, and Aberdeen had been terrible. It shows you how quickly. Uh, things can change He said another thing Dave Cormack He said that Nobody outside of Aberdeen Cares about us Well Uh huh You're a one team town uh, And people have their own team To support And He should be using that To his advantage The greatest years Of Aberdeen's existence Were when Alec Ferguson Convinced everybody in Aberdeen That the west of Scotland Were out to get them So You use these things To your advantage Not to Use them as an excuse for not winning in any of your last 10 games. Lee Ashcroft with a goal saving tackle on Liam Boyce, eight yards out. It is now finally half time at Tannadice, Fraser. Yeah, it is half time here. Dundee United won, Mother well nil. A bit of a disappointing 45 minutes to be honest so far. Both teams started well. It was an open game, but the standard faded and it took a heady goal by Ryan Edwards, the big centre back, to separate the sides at the break. They probably just about 
deserving United, but early on it was Motherwell who were on top. The first minute, a great chance for them. Tony Watt did really well. Got to the byline and left, and his cutback was met by Sean Goss arriving late into the box. He got a touch in the ball. Excellent save, low tees right by Seagrass to turn the ball away for a corner. Then Van Veen with a 20-yard free kick dipped just over the bars. The away side's good start continued. There was an open game, number of corners at both ends, but neither keeper really being tested. Niskanen, Rob Mugabe was cleaned through, but the big mother defender did really well to get back and block the shot. Niskanen again involved, it got space 20 yards out, his shot over the bar when he should have hit the target, but as it passed the half-hour mark, the game had become scrappy, the quality dipped after that good start. Although Kane Willery did find a yard in the box, his shot was deflected high into the side net, but the one goal came, 35 minutes, United took the lead. Charlie McGrew on the right-hand side, actually a poor free kick, it got cleared to the halfway line, it was sent back out to Charlie on the right-hand side, on the right wing, and the big centre-back did a, a shimmy, get past a challenge and whipped in a brilliant cross from the touchdown with his right foot and Ryan Edwards who stayed up for the free kick came in at the back post to head home from six yards. Well, it did hit back, Ojala had a header into the side net from a slattery corner but it was disallowed by Kevin Clancy for a push by the big finish defender. I thought it was a right decision. And Willery, who's probably been their brightest forward, brought out a good save from Sigrid's low at his left-hand post. But Mother couldn't get that goal and a bit of work to be done I think at half-time by Graham Alexander been a struggle to create the chances for Mother and he might look to his bench and change his formation slightly United ahead at half-time left the pitch to applause from the supporters who are enjoying their form so far this season half-time at Tanadice Dundee United 1 Motherwell 0 So still lots to play for in the second half at that one about 15 to 20 minutes delayed due to an accident on the way into Dundee Motherwell's team bus caught up in it and arriving a little bit later there uh Change for Hibs Two former Motherwell players involved Actually Jamie Murphy on for Chris Cadden As Hibs look to get themselves back into it Anything doing in the early exchanges at Celtic Park? Well McPherson uh, went cl- Well I was about to say went close <laughs> Should have gone close Should have gone close He nearly put it down to Brigden Cross uh, So quiet start to the second half for Celtic St Johnston uh, it, it's echoes of last week with Rangers and Hearts. 1-0 is not a conclusive lead until it's 2-0. You're living on your nerves. OK, let's do this, Hugh Evans. The second half teaser. With Monday Scottish Sun. Free goals, pull out and all the reaction to the weekend's games. I have been managed by Tony Mowbray. <laughs> I played alongside David Clarkson, Lee Griffith and Stephen Cragen. I played for two Scottish clubs in my career and I won 11 caps for my country. Who am I? I have been managed by Tony Mowbray, played alongside David Clarkson, Lee Griffith and Stephen Cragen, played for two Scottish clubs in my career and won 11 caps for my country. Who am I? I like that question. I like it a lot. At Clyde SSB, you only need to come up with one name. That's the beauty of it. Send us a tweet at Clyde SSB. Get it right. Do it quicker than everyone else. And you win the second half teaser. It is that simple. No chance for you three well, in the studio. Well, let's that. Us no two, chance. no chance. He's really putting a lot of thought into us. You, you have been in good form. You've yeah, been yeah. in good form with these in the last few weeks. I I'm not sure about Not sure I'll one. get I'm this not, one uh, I'm not sure uh, Cove Rangers 2 Clyde 0 uh, Jamie Masson With the goal there uh, So a good start To the second half For Cove Anything else doing At the moment I don't think so Nothing else to tell you about um, No Not yet Not yet Annan 1 Genefield Swifts 0 Tony Wallace In the Scottish Cup Genefield Swifts Where are they from? Right next to McDermott Park 
brilliant bit of ne- knowledge Near neighbours of St Johnston yeah. He knows all. How do you know all this Gordon? <laughs> I've told you before <laughs> Got a sad double wife Doing Scottish Cup draws And uh, Brilliant Funnily yeah. enough I be- Well the draws tomorrow obviously And I believe mm-hmm. Charlie Mulgrew Creator of Dundee United's goal I think he's the man He's the man touching the balls I'll do the, the info About Genefield Swifts He could be the creator of madness He's always got a moment of Comedy in him Yeah I'm a bit worried about that like, I, don't I don't think I, he's the ideal Scottish <coughs> Cup draw guy I'm a bit honest. worried about it I don't think it's going to go Full Rod Stewart, Rod Stewart material. Mm. He, he, he does have the potential, <laughs> potential. To, to say or do some Just a little bit left field Doesn't he Yeah um, That'll depend yeah. on the outcome Of today's game I would suggest Can keep if me they, awake If they win worrying about it. If they win He'll be a bit lively So you better hope That your team can come back And get an equaliser At Tidehouse Yeah You won't get a better line out On tomorrow than it's the Euros the in the swings. summer The swings, swings. Yeah. There, yeah, here, Andrew McLean's not happy He's obviously listening At me dishing out Genefield Swift's knowledge And he wants in on the act He says One of the Genefield Swift's players Rearranged a holiday to Barbados So he could play in this game Seriously? Well, yeah. Wow That's <laughs> Even if I was playing for Celtic I don't think I'd rearrange that so holiday A glamour tie against Annan Has made him oh. rearrange his holiday to Barbados Where did the guy phone in from A couple of weeks ago And promised us a a super holiday. scoreboard trip Somewhere extremely exotic Expenses paid He said we could stay with He's a chef out there He said oh, he, could, he was going to put us up I can't remember It was somewhere like that oh. though um, I, 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 It'd be different if you says He owned a hotel or something But a chef I bet he'll cook his mm. meals Presumably <laughs> right, Okay well But it's definitely the most exotic location That we've had a caller on well, It wasn't bad but it's somewhere like that Yeah uh, Yeah Bargetti Yes, yeah, I think it might have been. Um, <laughs> Breakin have equalised against Haddington yes, Athletic. Mark, you'll be delighted. Come on, to know. Breakin. Yeah, you'll be absolutely <laughs> delighted. You'll be wanting your tracky back with that one. <laughs> ah, good on that. Uh, don't one, forget, you can have your say on the open line about five o'clock when all is said and done today. Pick up that phone, let us know, and of course, looking ahead to a oh, great game. Really looking forward to St Mirren against Rangers tomorrow. We had St Mirren goalkeeper Jack Anik on the show with us last night. He's looking forward to it certainly. And you can give us all your thoughts ahead of that one As well as looking back on today's football When the open line appears a bit later on Well St Johnston are starting to come into it Second half uh, Celtic have done nothing in front of goal so far We're 10 minutes into the second half uh, So as I say Celtic until they get the second goal Cannot relax And you know, at the risk of going on about it I've never seen Furuhashi have so many passes that have gone astray. You are at the risk of going on about it. Right. Yeah, there's a yellow card for uh, Bryson there, Gordon. Rogic was on the half turn. Did he have a similar caught? one a moment ago? Yeah, yeah he, was he was quite lucky to get away with that first one. So, referee Nick Walsh has given him a yellow. Of course, the football actually started last night, really, didn't it? Uh, something about Hamden and late winners at the moment. Scotland women's national team, Andrew McLean was there. Uh, and a very late winner, Captain Rachel Corsi. Um, heading the ball home Deep into injury time To win the game Two goals to one against Hungary A bit more of a nervy night Than it should have been To be honest on paper So Not a brilliant Performance as such But you can't beat a last minute winner Great to get it And uh, Great scenes as well I think round about 6,000 there Hamden Is the, the new home Of the Scotland women's national side So hopefully A bit of belief there A bit of momentum growing People getting involved And going And, and growing the game as well So three points and on to a friendly with Sweden on Tuesday, I think. Um, highly ranked opposition, so a nice test there for when the likes of the competitive games against Spain come around. We'll keep an eye on that during the week. Uh, some good guesses coming in on the...
teaser And good to know that people remember more about this show than I do uh, Because Rod Williamson and the Squin and a few others on to tell me it was Bermuda that the guy was from The chef Bermuda They called in Yeah, yeah. Something just bizarre about that night And that we had people from all over, all at once Just wanted to, to, to phone in Not and, your um, luck, you'd end up getting lost in the Bermuda Triangle Never been that would be a nice wee trip for us, Gordon. A man invited just to. Just I think everyone. Uh, uh, we were just going to take as many as possible. Yeah, zero just, zero one. Ah, he'll be there, yeah. Oh, excellent! I'm, I'm I'd sure love to see him on the beach. Hugh is the first name on the shorts on. Oh, yeah. yeah, imagine that. Hanky over the head. head. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Your flip flops, man. Um, <laughs> sandals, sandals. sandals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, big brown leather uh, sandals. I bet that's you. It. Yeah, nice you've got that. You be, in, you be in my wardrobe? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not. <laughs> uh, Celtic with a, a set piece from the far side. It was about to be an outswinger from presumably David Turnbull, but he's halted his run up. Jamie McCart, former Celtic player, of course, and Carl Starfield getting the usual lecture. <laughs> From referee Nick Walsh Tom yeah. or Tommy Rogic St Johnston's created a record For the number of fouls Committed on one player During a game He's taken some wax All afternoon Tom Rogic Yeah corner ends up Not coming to anything um, Does get cleared And Celtic able to pick up That second ball Our both have taken the lead Against Ayr Michael McKenna uh, There What a season they're having Yeah both. Um, is it up there Gordon yeah Yes A uh, difficult place to go that is their broth cliche. If they come, if they somehow get into the Premiership next year, Difficult that'll be the cliche. Every single week they're at home. Oh, it's, that's a tough one. Difficult place to go. There. You know once, to... once I played there uh, in a pre-season friendly for Dundee United as a kid, did you uh, it was a difficult place. Seven to Seven degrees in July. <laughs> yeah. That was fairly windy. That day. that's the only time I've, I've ever been there. Oh, I've played there. Oh, terrible. Not even the even the journey's long. I wasn't no. fortunate enough to play up there, gone. But uh, I went up one day we with yourself. Yeah, you and I, yeah, didn't we? Oh, oh, tricky. I think it was a summer's day as well, wasn't it? Oh, wasn't it? The waves were crashing over the wall, and <laughs> yeah, I remember that we parked the Clyde One Mobile a bit too close to the the sea. I think at that stage, East Kilbride are two 0 up on Stirling Uni, looking yeah. to get through into the hat for tomorrow at the Newcastle Revolution. It's hitting a bit of a sticky spot already. Crystal Palace one. Newcastle nil, Christian Benteke. Odson Edwards scored a magnificent goal for the Palace midweek at uh, the Arsenal. Uh, Very unlucky it wasn't the winner, but they conceded in the dying minutes of the game. So he's got three goals since he joined Palace. Uh, He'd be reasonably pleased with his introduction to life in the English Premier League. See if I ever forget anything about my life, I'm just going to ask the listeners here. I'm inundated. No, no one's talking about the football They're just inundated telling me that it was Bermuda That the chef phoned in from And was going to put us up Honestly, they're brilliant these people WJC, Katie uh, Is that Nev or Neve? What was the guy's me? name, do you know? Does anyone know what his remember. name was? Because Ramsey <laughs> When we all pitched up with our suitcases Speedos Hankies and then up then See, You promised You promised we could come over He'll be distancing himself from us I'm sure Ross McLean Who scored for Dumbarton's now been sent off uh, for full play. We played golf with him Remember yeah, that Yeah good golfer He's a good golfer yeah, Good goal good scorer lad. Good at getting sent off as well By the looks of it um, As well Four for two up Then just play golf with him Hold on Where was I? Exactly You were away at Robo 26 that. I've noticed that See the invites for golf For these uh, tours Have dried up Would you, yeah. Do you know why? You've, you've, you've done the unthinkable You've what? got yourself the a real job, job. I know. You want to be available all day? That now. We were back shift. 
<laughs> I was on the back ship before <laughs> We don't have job. real jobs We're available all day uh, Until we come in here You have gone You've We'll wait till the summer Get me back involved job. in the summer When we can the, play at 6pm well, Having said that I am I I've retired as well I, oh, look, I look after my daughter Are all you full time dad day. now? My, Mrs Duncan's <laughs> gone back to work That's wow. the worst job I'm getting rings <laughs> run round oh, me All day I come hard. in here for a break Four o'clock I just Hand her back over yeah. and run mm. out the door. Mikey, She's a delight, though. I yeah, must Mikey say. Yeah. Mikey Johnson coming on for Celtic. Who's going off? I thought he had Tom Rogich. He was only on the park for uh, five minutes or so midweek. But oh, it's Jakumakis who's yeah. coming off. Yeah. Maybe uh, it must be big. Uh, big Ange must be listening to Shug. Yeah, of looks course. As if it's it, it, any any right-thinking person would, darling. I mean, <laughs> Uh, but Mikey Johnson is as lively a five minutes as I've seen against Ferenc Varos midweek so he's coming on to see if he can pick up where he left off on or Tuesday it, or, uh, it's bang on 60 minutes that strikes me as has always been the plan he's not started yet we've been hearing week after week that he didn't have a pre-season a couple of sub-appearances your first start you get 60 minutes and I you come so. off it's standard practice almost isn't it I agree with you there Gordon I think he's he's done okay he's not really been involved in much bits and pieces here and there but he's got 60 minutes and he's got a goal so I think you're right I think this may have been pre-planned like I said before Ange Postacoglu can look to his bench though and bring on a Mikey Johnson and switch it about put Kyogo through the middle yeah I agree I think that probably before a game he said to him look go and give us a good hour that's what's normally said in the dressing room Gordon Get yourself a goal, get a good standard of agent coming off. Does the lad the world of good, confidence, brilliant. And also, it gives Mikey Johnson 30 minutes as well under his belt. A lad mm. that's missed a lot David of football. David Turnbull looks in a lot of discomfort. He's gone down and uh, probably a, a worrying one. Certainly well, he, took a, he took a real big tackle first half and uh, I was surprised. No, sorry, it's, it's Anthony Ralston. My apologies. Uh, it's Anthony Ralston who's down in a bit of discomfort for Celtic so um, doesn't change anything equally concerning I'm sure uh, for the manager I think he's his own player that he, he, he runs into him. there uh, Wraith uh, yeah. Rovers have taken the lead against Inverness Oof. Aidan Oof. Connolly uh, that could be a good one Pirate, we, I have stumbled across a, ge- a genius from me if I do say so we're now getting inundated with offers for, for trips People willing to put Lovely. us up We'll go everywhere um, and sp- Speaking <laughs> Not back nothing sp- Speaking of big tackle As Hugh mentioned Remember Kieran Lee When he got oh, mentioned On the show oh, I'll certainly be going well, there well, <laughs> if, if you remember This was an um, an, an adult actor Shall we say That Mark Wilson yeah. Revealed one day That he was a big fan no. of and it, no, this, no, no, no. Yeah. I, I stumbled across him. This, well, <laughs> this grew arms and legs, and he, he sort of ended up getting in touch through a friend, and he was wanting to offer Hugh Keevan some a free subscription to one of his websites, <laughs> and so on. You, you know how these things work. Well, anyway, his friend, his dad, he says, head over to LA after Bermuda. I'll get Big Kieran to put Hugh up in his spare room. <laughs> oh, magic! Hugh, imagine that. Well, and wow. oh, this is the one. The mystery man is on. Black Arthur. You know the guy comes on yeah, He keeps up to speed on the, on, on the beat the pundit stats We don't know where he lives Remember he accidentally Spain. Sent a screen uh, He sent a picture And we could almost see The back of his His house one day mm-hmm. And it looked Exotic yeah. He sent me a picture Of his speedometer That's all And says You're welcome to come visit here Anytime 109 degrees So I don't know where oh, he that's is not Spain. That's not Spain That's, that's no. America No That's, that's mm. somewhere I think the Middle East yeah, that's not a bad shout, Black Arthur. That sounds great, but you've also done one hundred and twenty-nine thousand miles on your car, which <laughs> just is amazing. What yeah. an effort that is! That sounds like so, Nazis Passat. Yeah, he's obviously skint. 
So we're not going there <laughs> Oh no I know Remember the house we saw Yeah that could be a photo Yeah anybody's house Gordon It might be a Ferrari He's done 129,000 miles in Before you judge Well no go I was going to have a Ferrari That's true But I'll tell you what I will say And I've got to be honest here And it's brilliant that the listeners They tweet in and say Look we invite you I will go anywhere Oh we know that <laughs> I don't really care I'm up for it I'm first on the bus <laughs> You know the thing is He's been serious as well He's dying To get a genuine offer He thinks we can get a bus To Bermuda uh, Which is I'm, more I'm doing nothing at Christmas So I'll be on my own To be fair though Available If we were ever looking For an excuse His 60th Is in March oh. Yes I mean surely We can yeah. tie this in There's one I'll throw one in Why don't we all take a stagger Of what it means Alex We've got, we've got go. Casa Ray oh. We've got options here We can go and get A couple of days Is that for my 60th? Aye Oh right, okay. That's the first week covered. You'll not come back. <laughs> You'll never come back. <laughs> he's he's going to hold you to that. You know that. Right, but hold on, hold on. I, I, I really appreciate that. We're definitely going, but if MD beats a better Alex, offer, yeah. yeah, better offer comes in. You know what I like is get the sandals looked out, Shug. Oh yeah, you're in, you're in business. What are we missing at Celtic Park amidst amidst all this nonsense? Uh, nothing doing for St Johnston in terms of an equaliser. Uh, Celtic readjusting to. Uh, Furuhashi through the middle Mikey Johnson on Good uh, Jamie McCart Great Clearance defender. there uh, So Celtic Inching towards that second goal Callum McGregor tries From 25 yards But is well out Okay good really play, Actually good play there By Mikey Johnson The ball he puts across the face It's actually brilliant defending And he managed to clear it Because of Celtic Three players waiting Remind us of your teaser please Hugh Yeah I Have been managed by Tony Mowbray I have played alongside David Clarkson, Lee Griffiths and Stephen Cragen. I played for two Scottish clubs in my career and I won 11 caps for my country. Who am I? Okay, Ronaldo's gone for Vidar Reset. Not Vidar. Uh, loads of people, Ryan and Cami and Josh, all going for a guy who terrorised Mark Wilson one day, ah, Stephen Pearson. Not Stephen Pearson, no. Um, Mark's gone Chris Humphrey. No. Lots of also um, going for like Deer 94 has gone Scott McDonald, not Skippy, no TTV Coop Dog 59. <laughs> Guys, make my life difficult here. Has gone for Gary O'Connor, no Af My Nut. <laughs> <laughs> I always have to read them once quickly just to make sure I'm not falling into a trap. Uh, Merowan Zimama. Not there Okay keep them coming in Ooh Ross County 2 Livingston 2 Gordon Biel A Ross Callaghan penalty 2-2 Yeah I see something I'd never write off Ross County Especially at home This could be the big day They could come back From that disappointment Of losing the uh, Missing the penalty Instead of going 2-0 up All of a sudden They're 2-1 down Back in the game Right we're getting somewhere Oh We're getting somewhere somewhere. (laughs) It can't be the Middle East That Arthur lives Really? I think America Because he sent me a picture And if this is genuine It is the most incredible snowman I have ever seen So he says Maybe maybe winter is a better time for Wilson And he sent a snowman outside his house I mean is that not That is That's, that's outrageous huge. That's, that's a good effort It looks a nice pad as well right, so You don't get true. snow like that in the Middle East mid- right? Midwest America Somewhere Right okay it's got If you say it's, Did you say just now It's 109 degrees mm-hmm. And he gets snow yeah, right. Where where are you going, Mark? Track this guy down. We'll track him Denver. down. Denver, Denver. Oh, I love Denver. Oh, we'll go to Denver then. Been there, uh, terrific place. Or Canada. 
Uh, Stenhouse Muir 4 Huntley 1 Adam Brown Go on quick Give us your Adam Brown stats So people don't forget The Adam Brown With the Diego Maradona Yeah he was, a, yeah he was a young man Who found Diego Maradona's chain When Argentina came to Celtic Park Yeah And handed it back to him And I think What's he got uh, Maradona gave him something In, in return it's your story Yeah I yeah, forget I watched him on GMB as ah, well when But yeah Good luck Lee Griffiths has gone off Killian Sheridan Has come on I will be forever Forever thankful To Killian Sheridan Because He doesn't even know it But one day We just mentioned him Out the blue And then we went Oh remember that time He went on sports scene With a funny <laughs> jumper And it led us To one of the greatest Discoveries of all time Was that silver shirt That Mark Wilson wore <laughs> On sports scene And that's how it came about That's the beauty of this show You just mention one thing Takes on a Arms and legs A wardrobe malfunction I think you call that Hugh And yeah, away indeed. we go I have them every day Oh, seriously, I thought you looked magnificent. <laughs> I, I think you should bring it out the back awful. of the cupboard. That looked like tinfoil. Stevie May's coming on for David Witherspoon. So a bit of an attacking change well, for St the, Johnson. They the, might fancy it. There are three quarters of the game gone now and they are not testing Joe Hart at all. By the same token, Celtic are not testing Xander Clark. Uh, so they're, they're spraying the ball about But there is so far no end mm. product So 1-0 Still a precarious lead oh, Honestly we've absolutely cracked it boys We've absolutely cracked it Stephen McGowan has sent us a picture from his resort in Dubai Oh And, said, and it's outrageous says, who, who, Do, do who a show it? from here Who's he that? Stephen McEwen on Twitter from Dubai, I like Dubai. Yeah, uh, don't cast pass too- through there every time I get married in a honeymoon. <laughs> Been there quite often. Uh, uh, um, I don't know why I mentioned Doncaster there. They caught my eye because they're below Cowden Beef Two, Civil Service Strollers Three. That's going to be your cup shock of the day. I know you were all hanging by, tuned in, desperate to hear how the strollers are getting on. Um, what was the Dunbar fact I gave you before? Remember Dunbar United are one up their heading the, through. Sunny, something to do with Sunny. They claim to be the sunniest club yeah. in Scotland. Yeah, I listen but to you, Gordon. Thanks. Even if these somebody three don't. does. Yeah. Uh, Celtic still looking comfortable. Furuhashi's in a more sort of deeper role, centrally, just picking up the ball momentarily. Uh, Mikey Johnson, very lively. Mark, it just gives That's Celtic good. something different that they've been missing. Um, even takes the heat off. It means you don't have to always go Jota and Abada. You can you can maybe move one to one side and, and change things about. And I assume yeah. James Forrest will eventually come back as well and add to that. It's players Celtic needed to get back, you know, creativity in the wider areas. Now they found obviously Jota in good form, a badder hit and miss, but no doubt Forrest coming back and this lad Mikey Johnson coming back, terrific player. Feel sorry for him because every time he makes a comeback, he, he seems to pick up something else that they, then rules him out for six weeks. But he's an old fashioned winger and he, he, he stands up full backs and goes, goes by them. And uh, that was a great ball he put across the face there. So a bonus that if only he can keep fit for a good run mm. of games, then I think we'll see the best of him. It's a good option, Gordon, for uh, the manager. We see him go down the, the byline uh, a couple of minutes ago. He's juked back onto his right foot and put a lovely ball around the face. The only surprise for me, Mark, was that Kyle go never got across mm. because it was a tapping. I'm a wee bit like Hugh. I think they'd be feel more comfortable if they could get that second goal. Yeah. Uh, well, it's always one. It could be a set play. It could be a wonder goal. St Johnston really aren't threatening, but one nil, you would like the comfort blanket oh, of the no. second. My, my big neighbour, he's collided with the post. Xander Clark, he's getting a bit of treatment uh, there. That's never nice. Uh, you need to put out the bins for him. No, no, take them back in. That's a weird bindy. I know. We've been through this before. Have we discussed this? Yeah, we've done it a few times. And it's outrageous. It's just Saturday morning. Oh, listen, I'm fed up. With never, that, gets, never gets. Never gets any get easier. Picked up once every month. Um, Hugh, what's the date today? <laughs> Remind me. 
This is the 50th anniversary ah, you're, of, you're reading my mind Of Partick Thistle 4 Celtic 1 in the League Cup final mm-hmm. uh, Incredible day When you consider that uh, Two years earlier Partick Thistle had been relegated uh, In the season in which Celtic lost To Partick Thistle in that League Cup final They went to the semi-final of the European Cup uh, They lost to Inter Milan And by half-time at Hamden Alec Ray, not the one standing beside me Another one Bobby Laurie, Dennis McQuaid and Jimmy Bowen Had all scored for the Jags 4-0 at half time Such a shock that television Remember 50 years ago today Not sophisticated times Television said they would check that result To see if it was true (laughs) 4-0 at half time Ken Dougley scored after half time Finished 4-1 The Jags won the cup Haven't won another thing for 50 years uh, but they'll always have that day And it was uh, Davey McParland Who was a manager Who went to Celtic after that To uh, be assistant manager there And he said to them Before the game You can't lose Because nobody expects you to win mm. And they went out 4-0 at half time 4-1 at full time The mighty Jags won the cup 50th anniversary and it's, It stands the test of time That clearly a lot of people Marking that anniversary it's, it's one of the cup results Over our oh, yeah, yeah. long proud history In Scottish football isn't it Well as I say Such a shock That television did not believe it It was the, 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 the old glorious Black and white days of the teleprinter And they said that They say it's 4-0 for Partick Thistle But we are checking that result Yeah because I remember First time I went to Firhill to work And I saw the picture And it said Um Alex Rain, I thought, jeez, oh, he looks rough there. I, I, I thought it was the big thought, tash. I thought, I thought that's tash? the way you yeah. looked at eighteen. Yeah, to be fair, he had a good bond for him as well, didn't he? And he was a player. Ah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he got over a hundred or not. Uh, Celtic coming oh. close there. Xander Clark's fine. It's probably the post you feel sorry for. He's a big lump of a boy. What was it, his head actually? He whacked off the, there, Gordon? the post. Uh, um, yeah, Celtic have Jota, yeah. had a, a curling shot. I think was it blocked or the keeper saved it? It kind of popped up. Jota tried to get in on the end of it Clark took ball and man And just came yeah. and, and took everything Would you like to see that again? I would It did look a rather half-hearted uh, appeal However, I would like to see it again uh, Yeah, so it's still 1-0 And you don't need me to tell you That that can be a precarious scoreline oh. And could be a nervy finish The one thing you would say, Gordon, at the moment None of this is nervy for Celtic Yet no, but that's at the moment. It's not. That's what I said, Gordon. It's not like St Johnston are creating chances, but it's one nil. We witnessed last week. Um, you know, Rangers were comfortable and lost a goal from a corner kick, a set play. That can happen in the game. Yeah. Um, I think that Celtic, you know, would be delighted to get the second goal. The second goal puts the game to bed. Three points. They're certainly the better side Of course they are And they They're could have been 2-0 up A moment ago If it wasn't for a wonderful tackle From Ali Crawford Who you don't associate With mm-hmm. that side of the game He's a very technical footballer But Celtic were through A lovely attacking move I think Furuhashi And was it Mikey Johnson? Yeah And yep. uh, just when he was about To pull the trigger A great recovery tackle From Ali Crawford To keep Johnson in it Some of the last ditch tackles McCart twice Crawford there um, so Celtic very comfortable oh, Looking oh, good oh, oh, But can't get the second All kicking off at Celtic Park now uh, Interesting Let me just keep an eye on What's going on there It's a game that has been pretty pretty calm But it's all uh, Sparked into life a little bit At Celtic Park Celtic were looking for that second goal You know on the pitch In terms of what's 
on the scoreboard looking for that second goal St Johnson yeah. were looking to get back into it um, we've got a chance to see that replay there of a potential penalty yeah it's one of those Chris Kane kicked the ball after the whistle whilst the Celtic player was on the ground next to the ball you know uh-huh. one of them where uh-huh. you run in and, and sort of kick it so Celtic lots of pushing and shoving uh, afterwards so he, he sort of barges over um, ball was in the ground and yeah it doesn't I mean, look great that, that was one where how do you justify that Mark that's not me saying it's a red or anything but just, just the act of it you know what you're doing there there's a Celtic player down kind of on the ball the whistle's gone and Chris Kane's still Kicks, trying to yeah. kick the ball <laughs> looks like he takes a, a pretty hefty swipe at the ball and you're right Gordon the, there's no way the ball's going to move he knows Carl Vickers is on the ball so yeah he's trying to He's tried to ruffle him up there. Certainly worked, and uh, you know a bit of a, a rammy there. Everybody on top of each other. Referees settled it down now. I think Chris Kane knows what he's doing. Huh? Yeah, he's gone into the book for that. I don't think there's any. And Vickers, yeah. Vickers been booked as well. Yeah. Um, I have to be honest with you, that has to be for descent because I don't think Vickers had too much to do with that. Um, yeah. So I mean, so he's barred over. I think free kicks given. I mean, Chris Kane has. In fact, do you know what? Look at where the ball is Yeah The ball's at his legs I'm not sure he even tries to kick the ball right, So the ball goes between I'll tell you what That's That's naughty isn't it It's a bit of a swipe that Seen it from a different angle It's a bit of a swipe I, I think he knows he's not even getting the ball mm. Come on Daz Say it's something a, It's the red mist I, I think it's a, a case of the red mist With regard to Chris Kane uh, And that is what has uh, Enraged Cameron Carter Vickers so it's a I thought Carter Vickers point. was a bit unfortunate to see a yellow yeah, there yeah, yeah. I, I don't think uh, I don't know what he done that's the only thing you can imagine maybe talking uh, he's selling to the book because yeah. he didn't do a lot wrong for the reaction perhaps but you know that's where you're looking for people to get on top of it quickly make a decision and uh, we've got a penalty now to Celtic so it really has um Livened up And uh, there we go uh, So no. hold on Kyogo Kyogo brought oh, down Shoes are known Like the, the man who knows everything That's why he's such a valued member Fraser Wishart says When a number of players From both teams Get involved in shoving Refs are told to book one From either team Is that right? So there you go uh, Right Kyogo brought down in the box A chance for Celtic to Put a bit more daylight Between them uh, Now will it be McGregor? He had one saved In midweek In the European game Who are the other Candidates David Kyogo Turnbull. has to be Turn- I think Turnbull should be in me a shout Yeah so every other set piece Yeah Interesting uh, Oh no it's Juranovic of course He took oh, one in Europe yeah, And yeah, scored yeah. didn't he So Juranovic is going to take uh, I forgot about him Because he's missed the last few games But he did take one in Europe Previously and scored it The Croatian Summer recruit Has been out injured um, But he was early on In his Celtic career When he scored that one In Betis uh, Against Betis sorry So in, in Seville So he won't be He's not shy from 12 yards and uh, just waiting to find out. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. Sends Clark the wrong way and it's Celtic 2, St Johnston 0. Josip Juranovic from 12 yards out and Celtic are now 2 in front. We're just getting a, another look at it. So it's Mikey Johnson that kind of starts the move and then Kyogo gets involved and he bursts past and it, yeah, it looks like a pretty clumsy tackle on the edge of the box, Mark. I would like to actually see if it's actually inside ah. the box. We've obviously seen well, remember two if, angles. If contact continues into the box, it's a penalty. So it didn't look that close. But yeah, let him, I, I would always be happy to see. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. I always thought he was lunging towards mm. the ball. He knew he was out of position. Like you say, very mm. clumsy. Yeah. 
and well tucked away from Juranovic. Always good to see a, a goal scoring fullback. Penalty taking fullback. You don't see him that often. Was that the end that you scored in at Henrik Larsson's game? No, the other end. Was it the other end? Was it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, so Juranovic, it was right footed. He's not bad with the penalty. It's a great penalty. It's a very good penalty. Um, Sends Clark the wrong way. And that will be that, Hugh, 10 minutes to go. Yeah, I mean, St Johnston haven't tested Joe Hart at all for 80 minutes in the game. So uh, I'm backing them not to score two or three goals in the last 10. Uh, So. Celtic will move to within a point of Rangers uh, the crowd will go home happy uh, and now it's on to Easter Road it's one test after another for Ange Postacoglu that made a change now as well Kyogo's job is done he's won a penalty and he goes off to be replaced for the final 10 minutes by Lille Abada we're, this is now a bit out of date but the last update we had from Tanadice by the way was that Mullerwell were on top and uh, Liam Grimshaw had gone close but still no uh, goals to tell you about They are still 1-0 For Dundee United Graham Shinney Remember him Gordon yeah. DL's old pal He's equalised for Derby Coventry 1 Derby 1 Remind me of your teaser Hugh Yes I have played Or in fact I've been managed by Tony Mowbray I've played alongside David Clarkson Lee Griffiths And Stephen Cragen I've played for two Scottish clubs In my career And I won 11 caps For my country Who am I? Right Christopher Wren Thinks it's Stephen McManus He can think all he likes It's not Um, Botox Thinks it's Gordon Greer Gordon Greer I used to play at Kilmarnock No not him that, did he, what was the, the quote from Gordon Strachan where he was doing quite well for Scotland Gordon Strachan said he was like a big rock star or something <laughs> did he not he just did that kind of look about him more coming in for Gary O'Connor from Anthony McHugh Mark goes for Chris Commons no Chrissy. JD goes for Graham Dorans no a class above goes for Niall McGinn not Niall okay interesting that's annoying it's annoying well, you've not one. got it I've yet. not got it I, I know the clubs know the clubs you play for who him Show me that no. bit of paper I'll tell you, you I, I, I know it's uh, This is Daz I know it's not him It is him <laughs> <laughs> No way Is it? Is Don't it? you <laughs> <laughs> I apologise I apologise Daz Well, well done. done Right enough of that hilarity This is serious Goal flashes <laughs> With AspireGlasgow.com Hearts 1, Dundee 1 This will have gone down well at Tynecastle It's Jason Cummings It was either going to be Griffiths or Cummings It would be unpopular either way And it's the latter, Jason Cummings Hearts 1, Dundee 1 Hearts chance to go top Um, Would they still pull Would they go top on goal Goal difference difference. or anything? I'm not sure But they would go level on points with Rangers They were looking to go above, obviously (laughs) uh, With the three points And it looks like that could be slipping away Still unbeaten, maybe But not an ideal end to this one for the Jambos If they don't win it's a bad day Because it was all there in front of them As I said to you the, the, the day was about the carrot and stick The carrot of top place was there for them And now they'll get stick For not uh, taking all three points at Tynecastle If that indeed is how the game ends it, It's terrific for James McPake uh, And for Jason Cummings But that is a banana skin for Hearts yeah, I did predict a draw earlier on. I just felt as if there might be an upset there, Dazzler. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. Still time. I, I, didn't Still see, time. I didn't see it coming, Alec. I really didn't. I thought that, you know, in the seasons gone by, they were always capable of that. But Dundee, full house, momentum that they've got, go 1-0 up. You're thinking it's a case of how many... 
Dundee fighting for a live second bottom that would be a big big point for them yeah it was a header from a corner from Jason Cummings maybe not the type of goal you would uh, predict from him six almost 7,000 at Tannadice the majority of them will be happy um, we're still a bit behind there though maybe about 15 to 20 minutes to go um, between Dundee United and Motherwell Will Gordon how's Falkirk doing out of curiosity they were 0-0 at yeah, I think still the, remaining, the last they? time I checked have they got any other uh, Falkirk players playing for them <laughs> uh, Peter Peter Hedl, I would need to check yeah I would need to check yeah it's still 10 minutes to go 0-0 um, mm. you know I think it's always interesting about the these sort of Q&A things that we mentioned is the way that individual players get mentioned where fans will say to the manager that Mark Wilson He's hopeless Why is he playing You know and you, It just mm. seems like It's very blunt That's, that's your um, <laughs> and, and very hard It reminds me that The best the, first time I've heard that. the best clip of that ever Is the Harry Redknapp one You must oh, have seen brilliant. that Oh brilliant oh, yeah. How good is that Have you seen this Gordon No I don't know it's, I get, well, When you're on YouTube tonight Looking yeah, for Yeah I've got to have a busy night tonight Type this in So it's way back And there's a young he, the, What makes it worse Is a young Frank Lampard Is at the table with with Harry Redknapp and oh, the fan man. goes up and basically says, "No disrespect, but I don't think young Frank's good enough." <laughs> and he names some other guy. I, I can't remember the name. Some he says, "He says, uh, you know, he, he's better. You've gone and you, you've gone and, and loaned him out." And to be honest, I, I don't think young Frank's got it. And he's sitting there, and Harry Redknapp says, "Trust me, this guy, he's gone right to the top. He is going right to the top of the game. You mark my words." Uh-huh. I wonder how that fan feels now yeah, that that clip yeah. gets played back. <laughs> I'll tell you what. The, the, Heart of Midlothian When they were taken over By Wallace Mercer The greatest showman I ever encountered In this business You're the greatest showman I've ever encountered In this business Thank you kindly He was seven minutes away From winning the league title Until Dundee beat them 2-0 Remember it well He's having a He's having a press conference In a Heart Supporters Club And it's mobbed Packed And the press of course Are sitting right at the back So the first fan gets up And says Eh don't think the press should be here Wallace Mercer's reply is uh, Gentlemen, if you check at Company's house I own this building The press stay As <laughs> <laughs> you told yeah, I think would be the that. response yeah. uh, Albin Ayeti, Hugh's favourite striker Is coming on They obviously knew you were busy And uh, you've uh, got your sandals put away for the, the holiday with the lads You don't want to play in them this afternoon Benidorm, Benidorm is coming on So Jota the last comes resort. off <laughs> Don't knock it just in case somebody comes in with a wee holiday. One, one, of, <laughs> one of Jota's quieter afternoons. I just, I just remonstrated. To I guess he's, he has set quiet. the bar quite high, hasn't he? But there was one flick that went to Kyogo, and Kyogo is brought down, and that resulted in the penalty. Yeah, it was correct. a terrific flick from Jota. Uh, he's, he's got all sorts in his game. A telling contribution then Perhaps not the, the direct goal or assist But he played a, a part in the goal In the penalty award And Celtic are comfortable 2-0 up A few minutes to go Penalty Motherwell Tony Watt's going to take it yeah, I'm, not sure he's, I'm not sure he's taken any normal time for Motherwell He was bundled to the ground by Seagrest I think did they miss their last one Motherwell And he steps up Tony Watt Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com Your friend of the show Tony Watt sends the keeper the wrong way And it's game on Because remember we've got a lot Oh and Celtic hit the post A curling effort from uh, Mikey Johnston as well um, But Gordon, Tony Watt is Clearly Motherwell's main striker this season You know Van Veen's got the, the kind of mm-hmm. maverick status And the cult hero status But for consistent um, performances and so on Tony Watt has been the man Well every Motherwell supporter that phones this show Gordon um, Speaks so highly this season of Tony Watt 
you know, what he brings to the team, his work rate, everything about him. Um, and today, that's a good goal. That's an important goal. That could give Motherwell that little bit of lift that they'll just go on and get all three points. It'd be a terrific three points. But uh, it's game on. And Fraser certainly said he would get goals and he's a man of his word. Yeah, I think so. That goal, I think, somewhere it's, around the, yeah. the 70th minute, remember. So we're way behind um, at Tannadice. So there's a long way to go in that one. But Motherwell are back in it. Dunbar United, the sunniest club in Scotland. They've been pegged back by Lothian Thistle, Hutchison Vale. Um, so maybe that will be a, an either-or in the hat tomorrow. Kelty Hearts are going through though. 4-1 up on Bucky Thistle. Christian Benteke's got his second. Crystal Palace 2, Newcastle 1. What an interesting club that is now, Newcastle. Mm. I mean, what are they doing? They don't seem to be. Eddie Howe! Eddie Howe! They need to find them first of all before they can appoint them. I know one thing, they're going to be splashing the cash over the next couple of years, Dazzler. I wouldn't mind being a player going there for a Nelson's. Can't do anything till January, though. Mm. So, so I would, I would got to make sure you're not detached by then. I wouldn't mind being player Steve Bruce, Bruce getting sacked. Yeah. For the 8, eight million. million Yeah, yeah. Oh. I'd be quite happy And that. the thing is that is You've been called way worse Than a tactically inept cabbage I head. wouldn't so, care what they call me And that's just on this show The minute they check <laughs> clear the they, they could call me in <laughs> the <donkey>. the, yeah. <laughs> Alex you'll have missed this A guy called in the other night He didn't actually get through But he, be, he wanted Gordon Deal removed From the studio And said he was a donkey wow. I just thought it was a really a good underused Did insult. he want me re- removed Did he? I thought he just nah, I don't me. think it was permanent Or maybe it was I think it was for During Beat the Pundit Because oh, yeah, you're yeah. very did unfair you no, well, Mark oh, Wilson oh. lost well, It's okay, okay I'm in a terrible run But his behaviour During it is It's, it's schoolboyish I've listened to it Daz come on I expect better Name the Everton manager Pass That's what you're dealing That's what you're wanting With now, a Thursday Rafa. night Pass Bad night Well to be fair He's having a bad day today Rafa if you were still on the touchline uh, By the way Benteke's goal has been ruled out So it's still mm. Crystal Palace oh. 1 Newcastle 1 If you were on the touchline Opposite the hedge And Brecon had scored a last oh. minute Injury time oh. winner against Haddington Athletic Would you would you mount the hedge? Would you, be, would you <laughs> be going crazy? Oh. I'd be up the touchline Like Jose Mourinho at Old Trafford All those sliding years down, ago Sliding down my with knees With a pendle tracksuit on <laughs> I think yeah. Jose's was done in a Hugo Boss suit I think But yours would be a little bit pendle, different yeah. Um, yeah, so Good on the breaking Auchin Lake Talbot You're sick <laughs> they've, they've had a few Big cup runs Auchin Lake they're, They'll be through it They've beaten Preston Athletic uh, They've been to Hearts A couple of times Haven't they? Yeah and by, I've got to say and beat Air, Was it Air United? They knocked out uh, yeah. Airdrionians Looks like they've Snatched it at the death Dylan Easton 2-1 against Barton, Who've gone down to nine men So mm. perhaps that's been uh, just a bit too much to handle Seven minutes added on at Tynecastle Wow A wow. couple of injuries So there might be a chance for A winner uh, A winner Remember Ryan Bowman Former Motherwell Played with Motherwell centre uh, forward So he's just scored a hat-trick for Shrewsbury, Shrewsbury yeah. And the reason I mention it couple of, couple of reasons Yesterday was the anniversary Remember the game when Ryan Bowman Caused these phone lines yeah. to blow up Because you know, elbow someone in the mm. face And Louis Moult lobbed Jack Anik How polite of me, by the way I had Jack Anik in this studio for two whole hours last night On the anniversary of Louis Moult Day at Hamden And I didn't mention it to him once That manners or what yeah. I didn't want to make the guy feel You want him to be comfortable, don't yeah, you? Yeah, want him to come back You know, so <laughs> yeah. don't want to slag him <laughs> too much uh, But the reason I mentioned Ryan Bowman Well done to him Because I think it was only a couple of weeks ago We were taken to hospital After a a game with a a sort of heart problem Or a concern So good to see him back um, And scoring And Uh, um, a shout out to 
I like this in particular Robbie Leach who scored for Cove To put them 3-0 up in Clyde Because he was one of those Falkirk fans and One of the Was it one of the Falkirk board? This is when it got weird One of the Falkirk board sort of mentioned Robbie Who had left Falkirk <laughs> In kind of disparaging terms As if to say Oh well the guys that we've recruited Are better than the ones that have left He scores today So it's always a dangerous like that. call that Yeah I think yeah. he scored last week as well mm. And Cove look like they're doing a bit better than Falkirk I, I so. actually might have to listen to this Falkirk No you do uh, you, you really I do I mean, it sounds I'm, like on, it's I'm, I'm on it tonight Can I come out yours then? Is it tonight? That, yeah yeah come out tonight <laughs> oh, that, That's what Gogglebox needs Imagine Ray and DL on the recliner together It's the only <laughs> seat he's got in his living room <laughs> Watching reruns of the Falkirk Q&A on YouTube yeah. Honestly Yeah but listen I'm in the Hall of Fame at Falkirk so you know yeah, guys. you were a you were a big 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 player at Falkirk. You were talking to, to one of them yesterday, weren't you? Yeah, Peter. Was, yeah, I was playing golf with Peter. He was asking for you. So uh, okay. Spoke very highly of you. Great times at, at Brokeville. Brokeville, yeah. Peter Heatherston. Heatherston, yeah. Uh, speaking of your former colleagues, did I read Mick McCarthy's been given the. Has he been giving his jobs? Yeah, I think so. sure. When today? He lost today, didn't he? He lost 2 0, yeah. yeah. Go on. I think they were on a terrible yeah, 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 teammate of, of mine played with Mick. Eight uh, lad. No, we played in the first scene. No. Results um, are starting to come in. Uh, Thistle nil, Dunfermline <laughs> nil. Bit of a, a drab one there. Um, at Thurhill, I think you were all over the place because so much added on. Let's. Fraser Wishart thinks got an update for us, does he? Um, yeah, I'll let him deal with that in a second or two. Let's round off this teaser. I can't uh-huh. believe Gordon Dale got it in the studio. Let's find out how the listeners have done. The second half teaser with Monday Scottish Sun. Free goals, pull out, and all the reaction to the weekend's games. I have been managed by Tony Mowbray, and I played alongside David Clarkson, Lee Griffiths, and Stephen Craig. And I played for two Scottish clubs in my career, with two different spells at one of them, and I won eleven caps for my country. Who am I? I am Ivan Sproul. Ivan Sproul. What was the clue that gave you that, Gordon, or was it someone that texted you? I'm not even going to answer that because when I get things right, I always get criticised. I always okay, get blamed okay. for cheating. So what two Scottish clubs did he play for? This will be good. I'm not going to answer it <laughs> because you can't. I can't answer. All right, it. okay. Uh, what country did he get the eleven caps for? I'm not going to answer that. Ah, you busted Absolute fraudster, right? Kev F, well done to you, Kev. You are the third fastest bronze medalist this afternoon. Craig Murdoch, well done, Craig. Second place. But it's that man Mikey Who is the winner On the second half teaser There we go Ivan Sproul Just amazing how Gordon Deal Got that without knowing Anything about him oh, uh, You're a, you're mm. a marvel He's a genius And you does You're a genius I have always said That his brain works In mysterious ways So maybe this would just be uh, Further proof of that uh, Celtic still Looking for a third To look quite hungry To get one Um but yeah, they've hit the post. Uh, Xander Clark made a, a terrific save as well. They're just swarming all over uh, St Johnston, but uh, any second now, time up. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Goal flashes oh. with AspireGlasgow.com. Ross County 2, Livingston 3 in the 95th minute. Tom Parks has got the winner for Livy and the Staggies. Run goes on What a victory that's going to be for Livy We said it You can never write Livy off Has the magic dust worn off People were saying yeah this is it This is the season Back now back to back wins for David Martindale's side Two away games Tanadice 
And all of a slept to Ross County today. McDermott Park. Oh, sorry, you McDermott Park. Yeah. With Ivan Sproul six, in your memory. Six points out of six. Fantastic. And, oh, hold on. Oh, I think we've got another goal, do we, at Tannadice? Uh, yes, we do. Let's check in with Fraser. Goal flashes. With AspireGlasgow.com And it's for the host They're back in front Dundee United 2 Motherwell 1 And it's Charlie Mulgrew He sets up the first one He scores the second I'm not even going to look at this guy When we do the Scottish Cup draw tomorrow uh, Turned in from 6 yards With the right foot again Deflected off Nathan McGinley So Charlie Mulgrew scoring again Let's go full time Celtic Park Andrew McLean Celtic 2 St Johnson 0 Full time score here at Celtic Park And the home side make it four wins on the bounce and close the gap at the top of the table. St Johnson had a decent start to the game, but it was Callum McGregor who forced the first save. His strike from the edge of the box was stopped by the foot of Xander Clark. Shotter fired a shot over the bar not long after that, but that was one of very few shots in the first half. He'd been involved in a lot down the left, but the goal in the 35th minute came down the right. Slack play from St Johnson allowed Anthony Ralston to fire the ball across the box. And there was Jorgos Yakimakis. He was there to direct the ball into the back of the net for his first Celtic goal. The home side continued to dominate after the break, but clear-cut chances were few and far between. Callum McGregor had a deflected shot that went just wide, while Ali Crawford made a brilliant last-ditch block to deny Jota. Chris Kane was maybe lucky to stay on the park as well. It looked as if he kicked out at Cameron Carter-Vickers, who was on the ground. Both sides then got involved in some pushing before both those players were booked. Ten minutes from time, Celtic were gifted the opportunity to put the game to bed. Kyogo brought down in the box. Josip Juranovic stepped up up to take the penalty and it was a brilliant strike into the bottom corner for 2-0 almost a third right of the death substitute Mikey Johnson hitting the post with a curling effort but Ange Postacoglu's side just one point behind Rangers and also just one point behind Hearts if that stays a draw in their game at the top of the table full time score from Celtic Park Celtic 2 St Johnson 0 so job done for Celtic we'll reflect on that in a bit more detail in a second what about this for a game at Airdrie Dumbarton down to 8 men 8 men and they equalise in the 94th minute But then Airdrie scored in the 96th And it's 3-2 The eight men thought they had done it And it uh, looks like they will lose after all uh, Hugh, quickly before we get the rest of the results A professional job done for Celtic Does that cover it? Yeah, without doubt uh, the, the top four now separated by one point Celtic on uh, 19 Dundee United Hearts and Rangers all on 20 So it's an efficient day for Celtic uh, In the end A comfortable More than comfortable win Now it's on to Easter Road Yeah not done yet at, at Tannadice um, But Dundee United are in front there Let's go to Tynecastle Where it has finished David Friel Full time Gordon Hearts 1 Dundee 1 Hearts do move top of the league On goal difference But Jason Cummins spoiled a party As Dundee claimed a shock draw. The former Hibstreaker was booed onto the pitch by the home fans when he appeared as a sub, but he silenced him with an 83rd minute header to claim a point for James McPake's side. Hearts are now level with Rangers in 20 points, but lead thanks to a better goal difference of just one. Hearts had loads of the ball from the start, but were largely restricted to long shots early on. Ben Woodburn drove wide from 20 yards and also fired one over the bar. They did a really good break in 22 minutes. Luke McCown's low shot was saved by Craig Gordon, but Hearts immediately upped their game and came close twice. Woodburn again, he had a shot saved by Legends, and then Liam Boyce's header came off the bar. Hearts were pushing hard, and the breakthrough came in 37 minutes when Woodburn found John Suter 20 yards out. The big defender stepped onto it and curled a superb shot into the top corner. 
Hearts could have made it 2-0 just a minute after the restart, but Lee Ashcroft blocked Boyce's goal-bound shot. Gary McKay-Steven, who came on as a sub at half-time for Woodburn, also crashed a shot off the post. They would they would really regret those missed chances. At 1-0, the game was still there for Dundee, and James McPake was positive with his subs. He threw on three strikers, Danny Mullen, Killian Sheridan, and Jason Cummins for the last half hour, and he got his reward as Cummins grabbed a late equaliser. It was actually from a long throw. Cammy Kerr just launched it into the box. Hart's defence stood still, and Cummins moved quickest. He got the slightest touch in front of the jubilant way fans. The ball nestled in the net. So Hearts are top, but this will go down as two points dropped for the leaders as Dundee grabbed a battling draw. Full time at Tyne Castle, Hearts won, Dundee won. Well, it's, it's got to be bittersweet for Hearts. It's the 23rd of October and they're top of the league, but they have dropped points at home to Dundee, Hugh Keevan. Yeah, it, it will seem like a defeat to Robbie Nielsen and to the Hearts the f- fans because... For a variety of reasons, they so badly wanted to beat Dundee of all clubs and they have blown it. You know, I would give credit to Dundee and I would say to Hearts, you had home advantage, you had the incentive of top place, you were a goal in front, by all accounts, one of the goals of the season from John Souter and you haven't seen the game out. Your fault. Yeah, about 10 minutes to go at Tannadice. Kevin Van Veen and Callum Slattery go off Connor Shields and Mark O'Hara on double change for Motherwell. Uh, Louis Perry's replaced Nicky Clark as well. Dundee United 2 1 in front. Will we get any late drama there? I don't think we're finished yet at Pitodri either. Is there oh. going to be a late comeback uh, for Hibs? It doesn't look like it at the moment. Aberdeen and what a huge three points it would be. They're in desperate need. Stephen Glass is in desperate need. Takes a bit of the heat off. Um, and it looks like they're going to get them Yeah, you know It would be a, an immense relief to him But momentarily It would be a relief However, Ibrooks on Wednesday And he's got other big games to come after that But better to have it than not to have it It stops all talk of 10 games without a win If that had become 11 games without a win He would have equaled Ebby Skovdal's Worst ever run from January to March in 2010 But that hasn't happened So he did look down the barrel of the gun today And he avoided a bullet And did did he not move within four points of Hibs now with that? I, with I, that I, I was going to say that yeah. So I, I think because it's against Hibs as well A team that yeah. was tipped to finish third I think it carries extra significance So it's a great result Um and one that he desperately needed But it shows you the, the, How bad it has been for him Because he has that Big result And he's still Bottom six Yeah but the most important thing Hugh was getting the result oh. It buys him a bit of time I don't think he'll be looking forward To coming to Ibrox I think he would have liked to had A full week To enjoy it You know And start Keep working in things Keep uh, making sure He's improving things But uh, Will Scott Brown play centre half At Ibrox Oh Sent in our back three That'd be interesting Yeah He'll got a lovely reception anyway Will he not? Oh, oh yeah mm-hmm. Whatever he plays um, Are we still not Done at Pitodri? That one's pushing uh, Tanadice close And remember we had a 15 to 20 minute delay In kick off At Tanadice. Darren McGregor's been sent off For Hibs Just to make matters worse wow. So we definitely are still playing there uh, Second booking for him uh, Seems like a good time to remind you You can phone in right now For the open line 0141 951-1025 Let's hear from you Celtic fans Did you watch the game today? Were you at the game? Which would be even better What did you make of it? How would you describe That victory? How important was it? Who were the, the standouts? How good is it to see Mikey Johnson back? What about Yakimakis getting his first goal On his first start? All of the above Rangers fans How are you feeling uh, About 
St Mirren tomorrow Is that a fixture that, that worries you at all Or provides any nerves Or are you comfortable that you can go there And get the three points Who should play? Pick your team Is it time to rest Morelos Or are people making too much of that? What do you think? 01419511025 Give us a call right now Jordan Roberts has come on For Kim Woolery Just about five minutes left At Tanadice So still work to be done For Motherwell It is full time at Pataudry Roger Hanna Aberdeen won, Hibernian nil. They've had to wait 11 long games. They've had to wait till after 5 o'clock this afternoon. But Stephen Glass and the Red Army are relieved. They've got a deserved three points after five straight defeats, after 10 games without a victory. They overcame adversity this afternoon. They've overcome injury setbacks. They've been forced to reject their lineup time and again. But they held off Hibs after the break and were cheered off by their supporters this afternoon Christian Ramirez was a goal hero Captain Scott Brown played a key role first in central midfield then in central defence and it's now three straight defeats for Hibs he just couldn't find a way past Joe Lewis as the Dons got a deserved three points he could have been ahead after 11 minutes Ryan Hedges deflected shot from 20 yards pushed out by Matt Macy Macy again held on to Calvin Ramsey's cross at the second attempt after 21 minutes but as the Dons pushed he got the breakthrough in 27 it was a terrific goal Brown winning the ball in midfield lifting a pass to Ramsey a touch of cross and then a first time finish by Ramirez beyond Macy to put the Dons ahead and lift a burden of pressure off beleaguered manager Glass he suffered the first of his injury setback Ramsey limping off with Johnny Hayes coming on moments later Danny McGregor was booked for a foul on Marley Watkins more of McGregor later Hibbs hardly seen as an attacking force he did threaten in 36 minutes Martin Boyle had a shot deflected wide from Lewis Stevenson's cross more defensive problems for Aberdeen Declan Gallagher limping off before the break with Matty Longstaff coming into midfield and Skipper Brown going to centre half Marley Watkins flashed a shot inches wide of the post just before the break in the second half Aberdeen not seen as much as an attacking threat towards Macy's goal Hibbs sent on Jamie Murphy the break they sent on Scott Allen they sent on three right they were desperately trying to get back into the game pushing so hard best chance they had 67 minutes substitute Murphy great running cross missed by Kevin Nisbet but inches inside the six yard box keeper Joe Lewis he then suffered an injury colliding with one of his defenders he needed lengthy treatment but he battled on summing up everything good about Aberdeen then 90 minutes, Lewis beaten a glancing head of a right, but it drifted just beyond the far post. There was still time for drama deep into added time. McGregor sent off for a second, booking a stupid off-the-ball challenge on David Bates. It summed up Hibbs Day. This is Aberdeen's afternoon. Aberdeen won, Hibernian nil. Right, give us a call right now, 01419511025. We'll get full time from Tanadice and your phone calls next. After the action, it's your reaction. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. It's been quite the afternoon and all that's left is to hear from you on the phone. So let's do it right now. You can tweet as well, but after a day like that, uh, it would be nice to speak to you on the phone. If you were at the Celtic game, what did you make of the performance of Giacomakis' first goal? Of Mikey Johnson's return Any other flashpoints that you'd like to discuss Dundee United Motherwell's about to finish Aberdeen with a crucial win there uh, Big win for Livy up in Dingwall And Hearts held at home to Dundee So lots to get through And of course a massive game in Paisley tomorrow Lunchtime St Mirren taking on Rangers So let's hear from fans of both teams Can you St Mirren fans Can you see a shock? Could you cause one? Uh, you did it last season in the cup, of course. Can you imagine the same thing happening tomorrow? And Rangers fans, how are you feeling about it? What would you do? What would your your team be? Because we've seen some 
changes that have had to be made in recent weeks and the midfields had to shuffle around and there's a lot of spotlight as always on Alfredo Morelos what should the forward line look like so get all your pre-match thoughts in on that game and all your post-match thoughts in on everything else we've seen this afternoon 01419511025 Well one point separates the top four then uh, and in the case of Hibernian who are fifth what a day it's been for them You can look at it positively And say they're four points behind Celtic Or you can look at it negatively And say they're only four points in front of Aberdeen Who are in eighth place Been a bad day for Jack Ross Great day for Stephen Glass And at the top uh, Hearts, I think Blew a great chance to go top With points advantage Instead of goal difference Dundee United If I was Tam Courts I'd get the lottery numbers right now yeah, Well it is full time at Tannadice Fraser Wishart Yeah full time Dundee United 2 Motherwell 1 You can probably still hear the noise At the end of this game From the Dundee United fans Nearly 6,500 of them here They're absolutely delighted For this big win For their team At the end of October They're levelling points With Rangers and Hearts At the top of the table They had to work hard In the second half As Mother equalised And played well But Charlie Mulgrew goal After laying on the first won the three points for the home side in the first half very few chances Mothers was the best in the first minute Tony Watt got the byline in the left cut the ball back Sean Goss arrived late got a touch to the ball but a great save by Ben Segrist to his right hand side to tip the ball round the post 35th minute United took the lead Charlie McGrew free kick was cleared back to him and then big centre back was on the right wing he beat a challenge and a brilliant right foot cross to the back post and then came his fellow centre back Ryan Ellis to power the ball into the net from six yards the second half was a much better game Motherwell started it really well and on the front foot and the corner was cleared to the edge of the box. Liam Grimshaw at the half volley just inches over. He got good contact on it. United then came close to a second. Neat passing on the edge of the box and with Niskanen curling a shot inches wide. And then Charlie McGrew tried his luck with a 35-yard free kick. Struck it well and it bounced but it was a comfortable save for Kelly. Really lively second half. Secrets then kept the scores level in 68 minutes. Stephen O'Donnell, edge of the box, mishit his volley and as it bounced towards the six-yard box, Bruce McGabby got his head to it. It was a brilliant save again by Sigrid diving to his right. But they did get the equaliser two minutes later and it was a bit contro- controversial. A high ball into the box. Tony Watt and a defender under it. Ben Sigrid came to punch and Watt was bundled over by the combination of the defender and the goalkeeper. Kevin Clancy set a penalty, much to the anger of the Dundee United players. But Tony Watt just got himself off the ground and sent Sigrid the wrong way from the spot. Then the winner came 77 minutes. Dylan Levitt. Free kick into the box caused multiple problems. They couldn't clear it. It looked high towards the back post. And Charlie Mulgrew stretched his right leg towards the ball, turned it into the, to the goals, but it deflected off Nathan McGinley into the back of the net. And it looked like Liam Kelly had a comfortable save. Huge road at that point for the United fans who are still celebrating here and they're absolutely in dreamland this year with their team's performances. But Motherwell, three defeats in a row, and for all the nice play, they still lack that cutting edge up front. Full time at Tanadice, done the United 2, Motherwell 1. Is there a part of me that wishes they weren't singing? Yes, but it's great to hear that, Hugh. We've been robbed of fans being away. Yeah. Dundee United are a big club. It's good to see them back. Listen to that. The game finished over five minutes ago. That sounded brilliant up there at Tanadice, and well done to them. They cannot believe what's happening. They cannot. Because under Mickey Mellon, it was a, a bit of a fight for survival all the time. And here we have Tam Courts, the unknown Tam, who has got them on the same number of points as the league leaders uh, Hearts who are there on goal difference same number of points as Rangers who have the chance to go top tomorrow if they beat St Mirren it's dream stuff for for, uh, 
Davencourt's and the Dundee fans Let's get stuck in on the phone lines then 01419511025 Win for Celtic at home against St Johnston Chris is on the line Were you there Chris or did you watch it on TV Or what's the what's the story today In fact we'll speak to Chris in just a second um, I'll need to get that phone line uh, cleared up But anyway quickly hear your thoughts on Celtic's victory uh, It was uh, a good victory uh, It was a comprehensive victory uh, they were never at any time under any trouble It's the easiest afternoon that Joe Hart has had this season Right, I've got him, Chris, take it away I mean, I was at the game today, Gordon And it was a great performance You know, we actually played quite well against St Johnson Who didn't really come to try and It's very difficult They came, tried to sit in And it didn't work eventually But, as I say, my main point The referee today was deplorable He is the worst ref in Scottish football And I don't care what MD says I know the guy is doing a job and I know he, he, um, I was at the game He gets the same amount of looks as I get How Chris Kane stays in the park is ridiculous And then he gets another couple of decisions wrong But as I say, two weeks ago The media And I'm not slagging off any media outlet in particular Said the title race was over Now we're one point behind Who did that Chris? Just, to, just so that I, I can keep a note Who said it was over? There was a, there, there was a lot of different newspapers The Sun mm. said the title race was over well, What do you mean the Sun? Like The, the Sun published that that the Sun newspaper said the title was over. What do you mean? It must have been someone in the newspaper that said it. Yes, yes. I, I'm not going to name names because obviously there's other papers available, mm. so I'm not going to be done for mm. copyright. But the, basically, the title race was over mm. because we drew with Dundee United, yeah. you know, and it was and we, we we weren't playing properly. We were draw, uh, drawn away from home and things like that. Now mm. we've got two wins in the bounce away. We've won today, we beat Ferns Varos And now mm. you can see what Postacoglu is trying to do Okay, I, I'm not aware of it who, who is on Chris's list of, of who actually said that the title race was over But let's not waste time on that um, And we'll get to Nick Walsh But I'm, I'm feeling in a positive mood, Hugh It feels like we should, we should start with what was good about Celtic and, and Chris was there and he was happy with the performance And it was comfortable, you'd have to say well, If you do your list of pros and cons Giacomacus gets his first goal in a Celtic strip That's a major plus for you uh, The fact that Celtic did get all three points uh, And are within one point of the top of the table That's a major plus for you uh, On the other side of the coin uh, You wonder is uh, Furuhashi's effectiveness Diminished a little by having to play out wide To accommodate Giacomacus But these things are Matters for another day uh, We'll see what happens When Celtic go to Easter Road Midweek Just to clear it up Ange Postacoglu Making a joke Said I thought the league title Was over mate And that quote Was used In all newspapers uh, It was Ange Postacoglu Making yeah, a was he jocular reference Who was he referring to? He was referring to Those in the media Who had mm -hmm. Implied Suggested Call it what you will But the words the league is over have never appeared in any newspaper other than in the quote that was given by Ange Postacoglu in a jocular fashion. And with regard to Nick Walsh, the referee today, Chris Kane, and we've looked at it closely now, Chris Kane is very naughty and gets away with it because not only does he aim a kick at Cameron Carter Vickers, he then follows it up with a right hook and he's a lucky man to have avoided a red card. Let's start with the football side of it first, Mark. Um, I get Hugh's point about, you know, you, ideally you maybe want to play Kyogo through the middle, but there's no downside to today for Celtic, is there? No, not at all. I thought they controlled the game from, from start to finish. I thought uh, Giamakis playing was the right call. 
uh, It's proved the right call By him scoring And you got to take an opportunity like this To get minutes in him You know and, and to get him off the mark Now that obviously means moving Kyogo And you don't get the best out of Kyogo wide I think we all know that But if it's for the benefit of the team In the long run Then of course it's the correct decision I think Ange Postacoglu Will be happy with how Celtic you know, move the ball from side to side to go to into wide areas. Maybe the disappointing thing for them would be the that kind of lack of killer instinct where they had some good chances, especially the second half, to to score more goals. But fairly comfortable, and it's ticking along nicely for Celtic just now. He had that he had that period at the start of the season, the home games, where it looked good and everyone got a wee bit carried away. Went through a wee bumpy mm. stage, but the result at Petardry. Is so significant because it was a hard-earned one. He tweaked his tactics that day. Then they followed that on with another couple of impressive results. And today, a routine one, they showed they could do it with a change of personnel. So, good day all round. Yeah, Chris wasn't happy with Nick Walsh's performance. I assume he was happy that the, the penalty award was right. I don't think anyone really complained about that. The other flashpoint was Chris Kane. And it was just a one of those unnecessary ones, Gordon, where mm. the red mist comes over. So to paint the picture He bundles Yakimakis over Which happens Yakimakis kind of falls on the ball So the ball's dead You know um, Vickers What did I say? Yakimakis Alright because we're talking about him My apologies mm. Didn't even realise I'd said it So Carter Vickers over um, I think the whistle goes The ball's sort of under Carter Vickers the, the, the play's dead But Chris Kane Repeatedly sort of tries to kick The ball Inevitably ends up kicking Carter Vickers and then it all sort of kicked off What did you make of it? I thought Kane was very naughty And I thought he was very lucky to stay in the pitch And I agree with you After watching replays of it Gordon You see that I, I, obviously a punch to me is thrown uh, The rule I hate And Fraser mentioned it, uh, today in the programme Was that Nick Walsh had to book two players I thought Carter Vickers was an innocent party um, I couldn't believe he received a yellow card Yeah, probably Kane was a lucky, lucky boy um, but I think that the Celtic manager will be more positive about the the two goals, the three points and the clean sheet. Mm. Alex, what did you make of it? I think it was a very comfortable afternoon for Celtic. They coasted to that win, Gordon. Uh, middle to front, they're, they're so good. And because of the tactics that St Johnson deployed, they, they didn't really mm. cause them any problems. I thought Joe Hart said the, the easiest... 90 minutes he's going to have in Scottish football for a while but what, what is the reason for that because teams often get criticised for their approach when they go to Celtic and Rangers and accused of being negative I'm looking at the start of the game though and, and St yeah. Johnson gave it a go does that not suggest that, that the rest of it was because they couldn't get forward yeah. rather no, than, than no. deliberately Gordon partly the problem is that I said maybe after about 15-20 mm -hmm. minutes Celtic were starting to yeah. dictate the game so naturally uh, St Johnson started to deepen and deepen and it becomes harder for them to get up, up the pitch yeah. I just thought Celtic coasted it today uh, let's bring in Paul, who's a Celtic fan. What stood out for you today, Paul? Hey, hi, Gordon. Hi, guys. Hi. Uh, what I was pleased about was usually we stutter a bit after a, a European fixture, uh, and I thought that's one of the most comfortable uh, performances. We didn't look too leggy, didn't look too tired. We managed to uh, bring in Yakamakis. Obviously, you take a bit of a hit with Kyogo when you put him out in the wing. But the wee guy offers that much. I think you could play him in goals and he would still offer something. Uh, but no, it was good. Good to see uh, everybody back and fit. And I just thought it was a, a really assured performance. Yeah, I mean, Alex, the, the game was Tuesday this week. Yeah, so, of course. So you, you, you get, get, you, you get, you get, you get the break at this end rather 
rather than the you know because the other or otherwise the alternative is Thursday Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. Um, maybe that's why Celtic look fresh, or um, maybe because of the, they do now have more options. You can start Jakimakis, yeah. you can bring Mikey Johnson on. Yeah, Juranovic comes back. Gordon, I thought it was the right decision as well to play Jakimakis today. I thought getting minutes in his his legs, they sacrificed Kyogo to go to a wider area. Uh, for me, Kyogo will still be the number one. They also brought Mikey Johnson. He looked brilliant today. He actually looked really, really sharp. He could be really big for Celtic going forward because it just gives you another option in the final area. And Yakimakis brings a natural physicality mm-hmm. to Celtic as well. I thought his, great, his movement was great because we were kind of looking at each other with the St Johnston uh, player took the, the, the first post and then Ralston's rattled it past him and he's adjusted his body brilliantly. Mark, is that... I mean, you, you can't get away from talking about him. It's his first start and he scores on it. So that's... He probably takes the headlines Is that understandable? I would think so Purely because he's been here He's been in the building For quite a while now And the Celtic fans Haven't seen him And obviously he's been Carrying a, a wee injury They've only seen glimpses of him Should I say So for him to get the start And to score And I think that's a big deal For any striker At any club To to come in and make An instant impact And he has a different option For Celtic I think Alex Wright Kyogo's always going to be Your number one striker I think through that middle But Things aren't going well, or you're coming up against a different, um, a different uh, proposition like St. Johnson, where you've got a more physical three at the back. Will Jakimakis is your man. You put up against him and, and play a different way. So yeah, all good. Uh, thank you to Paul. It's oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. We're going to take a breather and take more of your calls and start hearing from today's managers next. The games are over. The talking begins. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Hugh Evans, Alex Ray, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL, all here ready to take your calls. 0141-951-1025. I'm really looking forward to hearing from some of the managers today I think there will be some interesting things uh, to be said Will Stephen Glass come out and say I told you so What will Jack Ross say? No shots on target for Hibs Another poor result for them Uh, Let's bring in Kevin first who's a Celtic fan What did you make of it today Kevin? How you doing alright? I thought the performance today Another solid performance for Celtic That's what I think I think we're starting to get a good rhythm If, If you think back Celtic have actually been playing brilliant football for the last couple of months. We've probably had one terrible performance, and that was away to Livingston. But apart from that, we have been playing well. Defence, been a wee bit, you know, question marks there, but a couple of clean sheets in a row now, a couple of away wins in a row. Things are starting to, things are starting to take off even more for Farange, I think. We've got players coming back, Mikey Johnson, Jack Amakis coming in today, scoring a goal. There's nothing but positives the last few weeks for Celtic as far as I'm concerned. Um, so that side of things, the performance today was, yeah. was was solid, really easy. I think a point I would like to make, maybe for Alex Ray actually, that mm-hmm. that Chris Kane, that Chris Kane challenge on the uh, Carter Vickers, that was that's terrible. That, the referee is terrible. How you can you how you can he send him off is absolutely shocking. And then to have the brass neck to turn down and book Carter Vickers. It's just double punishment for me. And the point I want to make to Alec is, obviously I'm a Celtic fan, but see if that's Alfredo or Morelos that does that, or if that's Scott Brown that does that, both of them are getting sent off. I don't care what anybody says. I'm, not, I'm never sure where these these comparisons sort of get us because we go round yeah. and... Round in circles yeah. and, and, and then we'll start a debate of Oh no Morelos gets away with this oh, no, or, or Brown gets away with that But So Chris Kane I've, I've no idea why Kevin's I didn't, anyway, I, I what, didn't what, actually what, get an opportunity to say that You went to the other three guys At the time I think I'm saying to myself When I look at that Potentially he's running the risk of a red card Gordon Because he's taking a, a, a kind of 
Because you can't get too much power It's like a trajectory he's, he's put his foot through him But I agree with you I don't think he had a great chance Of getting the ball I think it was a bit reckless And potentially could have got a red card But when we see the follow up When he throws the right hand as well Does he actually Because that's the bit I've not really seen well, yeah. that, well, the, So he stands up and Mark, Mark it, it, As they're coming together He tries to kind of Throw a little right mm-hmm. hand uh, I'm not exactly sure Whether he caught him or not But even for the first instance To the second He's very lucky to stay in the park And then the, I get what Fraser's saying Is that you know If everyone kind of comes together And starts pushing and shoving The refs are generally told To kind of book one from each team yeah. But on, on that isolated incident I said as well Carter Vickers doesn't do A great Does he? Does he? Have I missed it? He doesn't do a great deal wrong Gordon see the only thing I could come up with At that particular time mm-hmm. Was he actually said something to the referee Because we couldn't see anything And that's the only thing You're thinking Well why could he have booked him Other than uh, dissent But when you look back He had no part to play Another in telltale sign for me Is that Callum Davidson Took Chris Kane off Before the end uh, That's because I think The manager Looks at him and thinks The red mist Has still Covered his eyes uh, So we better get him Out of there Because ordinarily You're two down You'd you leave a Goal scorer on And this much maligned Defence has now Kept Three clean sheets in a row Three yeah. two nil victories uh, in a row That's not me trying to pretend that, it, that it's perfect Or it doesn't give up chances But that's clearly a step In the right direction And as Kevin says About you know That kind of building momentum And, and going on a run Celtic are on a run Yeah And it's got to be highlighted Because they're quick enough When Celtic concede goals To point the finger And say they're wide open And they need to change The way they're playing The only way The only time they change Was at Pataudry, um When Ange Postecoglou Realised that They needed a wee bit more stability uh, In the, the centre of the park But apart from that Turnbull, Rogic, McGregor In the middle of the park You know Away to Motherwell Fenis Faros And then uh, Today And it's worked You know in those games And it's It might be open But the two centre halves Seem to be forming A relationship at the right time And Julian Is just round the corner Which makes it Even stronger And that's what Postacoglu needs He needs strength and numbers and he's slowly getting it Do we have to acknowledge Gordon We we do get carried away We always do this When Celtic had that what, as, as Kevin mentioned The Livingston game Or it might have been after The Dundee United game Everyone Looked at what could go wrong mm-hmm. I don't know if it's in our psyche Or whatever But you, you don't ever Flip it and, and look at what could happen If you win all those games It's always Oh they need to go to Aberdeen And to Motherwell Ferenc Varos Oh I mean St Johnson Cup winners last season They're no mugs Coming to Celtic Park and you always look at that from a potentially negative perspective. Celtic have gone and won every single one of those games. Yeah, and I think in the games, Gordon, have been excellent, I've got to say. I thought Tuesday, second half, they were you know, starting to show signs of the way the manager wants to play, the quick football, really getting that, uh, you know, the opposition. Uh, today was always going to be difficult. Um, I thought that, you know, he's the pluses with Giacomacchus getting his goal now. I keep saying it As a centre forward you go got a club Besides the Celtic The first thing Is not performance Get your first goal Give you such confidence uh, They're going along well You look at Where we criticise And a lot of people Criticise Is the, the defensive line Now Along with Dundee United They've lost the least Amount of goals That's In right, the league Six ties the both from you Right So they've lost The least amount of goals In the league They've scored the most so, so far, everything's going all right. I said it would take time, and it's, it will take time, but I think the Celtic fans are delighted with what they're seeing. Do you like what you saw from Yakimakis, Kevin? I thought he was quite quiet. It was fits and starts for it. He was a totally different striker for um, 
So it's a result that moves Celtic on to 19 points There are three teams one point ahead Hearts, Rangers and Dundee United The obvious thing to point out Alex Ray Is that Rangers do have a game in hand And it comes tomorrow against St Mirren Both, Two of your former clubs yeah. you, you just want a draw tomorrow Just try and share the love Yeah just to uh, yeah. Kind of keep the Paisley massive on side Yeah, yeah absolutely No but listen <laughs> It's bunched up nicely Gordon uh, We often talk about The importance of putting pressure Celtic have done that today And it's an opportunity For Rangers to get A little bit, little bit of daylight uh, Tomorrow So you have to mm-hmm. go and win These type of games You're going to win leagues well, Let's bring in Michael Who's a Rangers fan In Kirkintilla And see how he is Feeling ahead of tomorrow Michael Hi Gordon How are you Good thanks Are you well I can't I'm fine thanks What are you expecting tomorrow then? I don't know It just, it just depends What team turns up If they play The way they started On Thursday 
a kid I could see is maybe getting an early goal. But if they turn up the way they have been in the league, it might be a bit more tougher and more nerve-wracking than a tighter game. So I'm just hoping they turn up and go for it straight for the, the first whistle. Yeah. I mean, Alex, that's what you're looking for is that... Um Consistency. That benchmark, though, where you say, right, that that's 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 the level now, um, yeah. and, and maybe Bronby, well, was Bronby that? I'll let you answer yeah. the question. Um, if not, you're you're talking about sections of games. Sure. The start against Hearts was good. The yeah, start against Motherwell was good. You know, um, the end against Hibs was good. What's the what's the blueprint yeah. for Rangers? Well, I think, I think when you're having the moments, Gordon, that you say, I think uh, I was at the Hearts game last week, I was at the Bromley game, and for the first 45 minutes, I thought it was really impressive. I think the key is, and the difference between them two games was you only got one goal uh, over Hearts, whereas you get the two against Bromley, and then you can manage uh, games out. But Stephen Gerrard is already on record as saying that they have to do it in a longer, sustained period throughout games. I think the interesting thing for tomorrow, Gordon, will be who does he play up front? Because he's obviously could be public about uh, Morelos, whether he starts, whether he, he sticks with him. Whether he mixes it up Do you think he will Alan? Uh, it'll be difficult to say Gone um, Because He needs a goal He needs a goal for somewhere mm-hmm. um, But the one thing about it Is, is he, he left him out Against I think Sparta A couple of weeks ago as well Sparta Prague And uh, So he's not Afraid to make them decisions Whether he goes with K-Math Right through the, the, the middle uh, I thought Scott Wright Come on and made a good impact Through the week as well So uh, You know He could mm-hmm. potentially come off One of the sides So He's got options uh, at his disposal mm. as well. What do you make of that, Michael? The, the Alfredo Morelos thing just keeps going on because Rangers won the other night, so it becomes less important. But, but he is still not firing in front of goal, and everyone expected him to play in Europe because it's Europe and it was a huge game, and, and that's where he tends to come alive and so on. Do you are you equally as confident <coughs> that he plays tomorrow, Michael, or is that a bit more of a debate? No, I, I think he'll start them on. I think he'll start with Ruth and Morelos. I think Ruth will play out wide. But see, to be fair with Morelos, but it's just the luck's in the wind for him right now. Like he hits the post just in midweek, he misses a sitter last weekend. One of them goes in. It's just, we're not talking about no scoring. Yeah, Gordon. I mean, like you just can't keep this guy out the headlines one way or another. And I, I know it's a, a bit of a repetitive argument, but you you kind of have to. If Stephen mm-hmm. Gerrard's now in the paper again, and he's saying this time it's. Yeah, he's made clear long term where he wants to be, but you need to play well enough for the the big clubs to come and and want you. It's, would it be, it's not the end of the world if he doesn't start a game. Surely every player, even the best, at some point just take a dip, which urges their manager to say, right, okay, not not from the start this time. Yeah, I think the manager's thrown down a little bit of a challenge. He's just looking for that spark back into him. Me personally, Gordon, and everyone's different. I don't know what the boys think, mm. but. If I was picking the team tomorrow, I'd play him. I, I don't think there's... Is there ever a point that you don't know that this is the point yeah, I'm trying yeah, to get at? Yeah, but I and think... What, I, and what, and I, what is that point? The, I think the point is when he's probably playing at the, the top of his game, he's banging the goals in, you can take him out because he'll sit there, he'll be hungry to get back in. Just You're now... You drop a guy that's banging them in though, Well, well you? you can do that because it's quad rotation, the amount of games that are coming up. So there's a lot of games you'll... You, you, every manager will do it, especially with right, the squads so, 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 then, so just to test that theory... No matter how badly he plays You're never dropping no, him No I'm not saying that But what So I'm when saying, do you do it then? Well he might drop him next week But I, I'm saying In my personal opinion Tomorrow Because I think he was right I think he was a bit unlucky He scored against Hibs He missed a couple of chances against mm-hmm. Hibs We all know that He was unlucky the other night They had a terrific shot off the post He's going for his 100th goal I'm not saying that he can put in Bad performance mm-hmm. after bad performance I'm saying just now I would much rather start him 
and see if I can light that spark rather than take him out to it again because he's uh, the manager will know how to work him, Gordon. He comes off that park and the first thing that happens, the camera zoom in and he looks like you know the the unhappiest man in the world. Me personally, tomorrow, I'm not saying he should play every every week. Mm-hmm. I would start him because you might get something out of him. What was unlucky about the miss against Harps? Sorry? What was unlucky about the miss against Harps? Well, Nothing. there's a set of rookie. <laughs> no luck involved. There's no luck. It's just, just a poor, poor string. Yeah. The, the, the point about dropping him, it depends what he's bringing to the team. I know your striker's supposed to be the main man. It gets you goals and it will eventually catch up with you. However, if you're bringing others into the game, if you're playing a way that suits the team and occupying centre-halves while others are... You know, one behind you like Roof or Wright and scoring goals, then it serves a purpose. So he might go with Sakala because that's his option. He's brought mm. him in, but I am. Um, we we keep going back to the argument. Yes, of course, there's times when you'll take him out, but I just think the way the lad is, I think the manager's called him out. Go and prove it to the manager, Michael. It must be nice to have options in midfield where Glenn Kamara is suspended during the week, so John Lundstrom and Stephen Davis play together. And are good And most people are saying That Joe Rebo Is the best player on the pitch And and now tomorrow You can add You know Glenn Kamara to that That, that, that must be um, Encouraging for you Yeah I, I, I would Actually bring Kamara Back in and drop Davis And just play Lundstrom Sitting himself With the two in front of him But that was actually Why I phoned up I've had a point to make To Alec did, did he notice That during the week That Rangers were linked To that Joe Rothwell That plays with Blackburn yeah, I seen that in the in the newspaper. Talking possibly getting him tied up in January. But what it was, I was actually at the Blackburn game today and watched them play. So that's why oh. I was going up to ask because I well, was well, give us inside track then. It it, it, did, it did look all right, but I'm not sure he's better than what we've got. That's why I was going up to see what your opinion was. I've got to be honest, we haven't seen enough of him to make a comment, mate. But listen, the, the one thing you can see is they they do a lot of uh, due diligence on these guys. You know, they've got people coming up and down the country. To watch them on a regular basis So they won't just make this decision On a, a couple of uh, appearances What type be. of player did you see Michael You know what's the What's the kind of profile That he would fit He did like to run around Like one minute He was just like in behind the strikers The next minute He was sitting defending So he did He did like to run around Like a box to box But it was just when I was watching him Like He is a good player But I was like I don't know if he's just better Than what we've got But obviously I can't say that Just after one Like watching one game for him you can if you want Don't worry Michael We do it in here all the time um, But yeah well, I guess that's one to watch uh, In January Going forward um, Be interesting to To see how Europe, Europe yeah. does Come into it I mean it is the Thursday Sunday routine sure. He's shown in the past He's not shy now In and maybe putting a Nathan Patterson in Glenn Kamara could come yeah, back in Yeah listen I, th- I think I think tomorrow what you need is legs Gordon um, Because you know that St Mirren are going to be committed They're going to be well organised Jim will have them by the only three wins in the bounce So they'll go into this with confidence as well St Mirren So Rangers need mm. freshness throughout the squad And listen I have to agree with him in terms of Rebo He is playing possibly some of the best football he's yeah. had at Rangers See Rangers main man this season Do, do you know what Gordon Because it's, Stephen Gerrard said something really interesting to me he looks to me as if he's a really nice, gentle giant. I would look again. Stephen said through the week that he wanted him to be as ruthless as he possibly could because Play he's angry. I think yeah, he said, didn't and, he? And I said last year as well um, that they always love to just try and kind of guide the ball in. You know, I'd like to see them put their foot through the ball as well from shots for distance. I would like him to be more hungry, try and set more numbers, Gordon, because I think he's got the ability to do that. 
Uh, thank you, Michael. Nice to speak to you. Doing a bit of scouting work for us there. That was Michael and Kirk and Tillich. We'll get him on. Put, your, ex- put your expenses in, Absolutely. Um, when, when do Rangers ever actually get rid of anybody? I mean, the, the, it's addition, 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 addition. Uh, Soon or sooner or later, somebody's going to have to go in the opposite direction. Well, this guy could be identified as a, a replacement for someone. Um, Man City have just taken the lead against your Seagulls, Hugh. I'm afraid to tell you, Gundawan. Um, and it's been coming. You have to say though, Brighton just yeah. produced the one of the best goal line clearances I have ever seen. Mark Wilson. Yeah. Who was it? It was Lewis Dunk. Dunk. Yeah, Lewis Dunk. Yeah. The the he just takes a shot. Goalkeeper gets a touch. It's going in the net. He's running back towards his own goal. He's managed to save it right in the line and put it over the Man City striker's head. But. It's all for nothing as Man City take the lead. Do you think this could be overturned, Willow? No. VR. Even I don't think it should goalkeepers complain. Anyway, enough about that wheelie. Great. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Some interesting stuff to come from the managers and more of your calls next. After they play, you have your say. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Okay, some interesting stuff from the managers starting to reach us. Let's hear a bit from Ange Postecoglou. We heard from him on the performance, but here's what he had to say on that. Flashpoint that the fans are very interested in between mm-hmm. Cameron Carter Vickers and Chris Kane. Yeah, look, it's on the other side. I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I thought the referee handled it okay. I mean, I, you know, people run in, they push and shove. To be fair, I always have a bit of a chuckle with those things because some of the ones on the outskirts, I'm not sure how keen they are to get involved. So, um, but you know, look, it's it's like I said, I thought the referee handled it well. I couldn't see uh, why Cameron got the yellow card, but I'm 50 yards away with. Shop and I thought the ref handled it well The Celtic well, fans don't think so No but also Ange Postacoglu adds That he was a long way away And didn't get a proper look mm. at it So he may see television later But he sounds Ange Postacoglu The kind of guy who's saying Oh work They had a bit of a ramming And that's it It's over and done with But By the letter of the law I think he was a lucky guy To stay on the park Chris Kane Well there's no harm in that I think you know there's Celtic have won the game It's a it's an ideal opportunity And Postacoglu doesn't have to feel that strongly about it You know if that makes sense Sometimes if these things cost you the game And, and you've got an opportunity to deflect Or whatever But he's, he doesn't sound like he cares no, Interesting to see no. if that continues Because it might just be that type of manager We've not had many yet You know that, that he's been involved in He might generally not want involved In that sort of stuff going forward Yeah He never seems to be too caught up in things After the game um, Never seems to be too high or too low I mean the lowest time I heard him was after Livingston But apart from that Doesn't he get caught up in refereeing decisions As well Purely wants to talk about football You're right In this season Gordon There will be a decision or two That may cost Celtic some points And you just wonder if he'll if he'll open up a bit then But I think the Celtic fans like his I approach think after games If he felt a real serious sense of injustice yeah. You would find the old Greek Aussie coming out <laughs> in him But it is, it, a couple of players having a bit of a rammy Is neither here nor there well, to I can remember him as a player Hugh He just got, him got on with yeah. it That sort yeah. of character And I think he's taking that in the management Did yeah. I hear a line in there something about... Uh, People from around here pushing shove. Is that what you said? <laughs> Are we the only people? Do we get that's caught up too studio. much? Uh, listen, I think this because of the severity. I, I'm sure we'd have spoke to one or two of the players about actually went on, and it doesn't seem as if there was a big uh, drama in his uh, opinion. Uh, okay, let's hear from. Well, let's hear from Stephen Glass on a couple of things because this will this will kill a couple of birds with one stone. We'll look back and uh, look ahead. They got that victory. Um, 
today And as you would imagine He's absolutely delighted with it Yeah delighted uh, the, the players put in Put in a hell of a shift uh, Give up a lot of possession Second half But showed They were really resolute Didn't want to give up a goal None of the mistakes That we've seen recently as well And people throwing their bodies On the line So uh, All adds up to a good day's work Quite a touching moment When you scored the goal That Scott Brown Led the players across To celebrate with yourself uh, I don't know if it was just myself, it's the whole group of staff that's in the dugout. Uh, I think they they know what they're on, we're on means. I think they're well aware of that. Uh, they, I'm sure they read it every day. Like I say, I don't, but I'm sure the players read it. They see the pressure that's out there. Uh, and that means a lot when your team fights like that for you as a group of staff. Uh, now, this might interest you Rangers fans as well because Aberdeen go to Ibrox on Wednesday night. Scott Brown finished the game at centre-half today and... Uh, Aberdeen have got serious issues at the back ahead of that game. As as a first thought, without knowing, I would I would guess Wednesday might be too quick, uh, just through the fact that two of them came off the park today. So that's probably a little bit quick. I might be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Uh, Mackenzie is going to get assessed on Monday, uh, and he looked like he hurt himself pretty bad on on Thursday in training. So we <laughs> sometimes when you're under the cosh like this a little bit things get thrown at you and if you deal with it you deal with it and I think the players show that they're, they're capable of that and they're a group that can play multiple positions which helps Yes that was Mackenzie yes. injured in training Declan Gallagher was forced off today uh, Scott Brown had to play at centre back yeah. so there's um, goodness knows what that defence could look like for Aberdeen at Ibrox on Wednesday yeah. I wouldn't be surprised Gordon if he actually went with Scott Brown in the centre of that put McGeoch mm. in the middle of the park and then you've got that natural yeah. balance and then just look for the physicality either side Ross McCrory I think would be on the, the left well, and the, Bates on the right of them The problem is so Calvin Ramsey and Jack McKenzie who are the two promising fullbacks. Yeah, McKenzie boys. injured in training and Ramsey off today as yeah. well So, But the thing is you can put Johnny Hayes to, to your left uh, yeah, wing back, back Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I He's guess got so. options uh, Not ideal but uh, t- they deal with today first Gordon so yeah. much scrutiny on Stephen Glass People questioning his credentials for the job And they go to, or they host Hibs and, and beat them today Yeah, it'll be the first time for a long while He's went home the Saturday night Enjoyed his Saturday night's dinner, Gordon Just relaxed and uh, obviously looking forward to It's going to be a very difficult game Wednesday against Rangers But it was so, so important because if he'd have lost that today against Hibs, then... Real he, pressure. Yeah, yeah, he was under severe pressure a lot. But interesting to see his team um, on Wednesday night. Obviously missing a few, but he just has to go on with it. And uh, as I say, him and the rest of the Aberdeen squad just now will be delighted with three mm. points. I don't think Jack Ross will be too happy yeah. tonight. Callum yeah. Davidson on the game and the penalty that they gave away. Here he is. Yeah, I thought first half we had a game plan. We we, we tried to nullify Celtic. I've watched them a lot, and you know they've got really good attacking players, and, and they play with a lot of energy and get the ball in the box quickly. Uh, first half, apart from one mistake from us, I thought we did it really well. You know, I don't really remember Xander's goal being peppered and save after save. So pretty disappointed to go uh, down one nil. Second half, I, I, we tried to it's that cat and mouse. We're trying to press a little bit higher. Uh, again, we, I thought we did that. Uh, you know, and then obviously from our throwing, we give away. Uh, for me, really stupid. Uh, lose possession really, really easily. Uh, I've watched the decision, the, the, the penalty back. Still, not sure whether it was in the box or out the box. Uh, but the referee, like Hibbs, was very quick to give a penalty against us. Uh, so he's not sure if it was in or outside the box. I said at the time, gone. Yeah. It was a bit in- inconclusive with the the view that we had. But as you rightly said, it may well have carried yeah. into the box. So uh, hopefully, we get a better advantage when, later on. When managers say. Very quick to give the penalty against us. 
what are they inferring here? You know, uh, you can say, I'm not sure what's inside or outside the box, but this business about uh, very quick to give it. They just want the refs to be more measured and take their time and no, no, don't rush into things. They're accusing them of cheating. That's what nah, they're, they're just saying that it was it was hasty. That's all. I don't think there's any uh, problem with that. Um, what about uh, Jack Ross? Two wins and seven, Gordon? Yeah, things change very quickly, don't they? Mm. Yeah, I, at the start of the season, I tipped him to finish third. I thought they started brilliantly, especially the top end of the pitch, but everything at the minute is misfiring for Hibs. And uh, quickly the pressure builds, so he needs to sort that out soon as a Celtic, yeah, at well, Easter you know, Road th- to come. 3 nothing against Dundee United at Easter Road. Three great goals from United, who played them off the park. Now he's got 90 minutes against a team with players hobbling off at regular intervals. Scott Brown at centre half and hasn't had a shot at goal according to Roger Hanna. Uh, so if he called them selfish and the worst version of themselves last week, heaven he's, alone knows what he's calling them tonight. weekend will get worse if St Mirren happen to pull off a surprise mm. victory tomorrow. Let's hear a bit from Jim Goodwin. Sunday is is not a game that we're looking at as a freebie. You know, we we know that Rangers will be favourites in a lot of people's minds, and we know that people will expect them to turn up here and and, and turn us over, but. You know, teams already this season have shown if you get um, you know the, the the defensive side of things right against them, like Dundee United did, like Hibs done for large periods until they went down to ten men, and you know Hearts last weekend showed, albeit I thought Rangers were excellent in the game, Hearts showed that if you can stay in the game um, and keep the scoreline down, then you've always got a chance of taking something, and um, you know we've got to take a bit of inspiration from what teams have already done. Thus far in the season Can they take inspiration From what they did Last season Alex They're one of Yeah absolutely A couple of teams really Who know yeah. what it takes To beat this This current version You know of, yeah. of, of the Rangers team That wins the Wins the league and so yeah, on Yeah I was at the The cup game there Gordon as well uh, When they, they progressed At Murren He's absolutely right What he says Most teams that come up Against Rangers and Celtic Try and stay in the game As long as they possibly can Because you know You're going to get opportunities And it's about taking the, the chances at that particular time To try and get the points uh, yes, lots to look forward to tomorrow Hugh Keevans, sum up the weekend for us Well, another great weekend of Premiership action A league that now has four teams at the top Separated by one point That is the definition of competitiveness And that is what you want And in the passing Well done Livy 3-2 winners in Dingwall They're now just behind Aberdeen by a point Yeah, huge win for Livy Huge win for Aberdeen Huge win for Dundee United Hearts had to settle For a share Of the spoils And Celtic Get the job done Professional performance And comfortable victory At home To St Johnston It is now over To St Mirren And Rangers To see what they can Serve up at noon tomorrow And whatever happens In Paisley Rest assured We will look back On it all On Monday night At 6 o'clock With Hugh Keevans And Alex Ray So make sure you join us then And in the meantime You can stay right there It's that man Who's truly going to get Your weekend started Mr GBX And he is up next